welcome back, Rasin Tacos. Rasin of the Tacos. Rasin of the Tacos. I am indeed the bad guy, Nick H. And gotcha. I am, I am the, the, emo soul, the, 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 the emo soul one. And uh, here's where we're supposed to be reacting to. There you go. At the age of 24, I became the youngest world champion in the history of the WWE. But it was short-lived because the next night on Raw, the man who was my mentor, the man that claimed to be my friend, turned on me in a fit of jealous rage. That night, Triple H ruined my life, so I made a vow to ruin his. And so it began this past January. Randy Orton took advantage of opportunity to win the 2009 Royal Rumble. I earned the right to face Triple H and take his title at the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. But that wasn't enough. I had to raise the stakes. So I chose his family, the McMahons. I had to take everything away from Triple H that he cared about and systematically destroy it. Oh shit. Vintage. Vintage. his wife. So do it a kiss. No, 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 no. I knew exactly what I was doing the entire time. Savage. That's the next time though when he says with the kiss. That's the. The Triple H would retaliate, <laughs> and he did. He went to my yeah. home and he attacked me. Looks like a fake home man. He took a sledgehammer <laughs> to Rhodes and DiBiase, but that was a sacrifice. That I was willing to take because I needed Triple H to feel as if he was in control. Because if he felt that way, then he would let his guard down. And if he did that, then it would allow me to do this. The music is expecting horror for me. time Triple H and I lock up. Every time he goes to throw a punch, he's going to be looking at the man that DDT'd his wife. And sealed it with a kiss. <laughs> so Triple H, That's I like for a second he forgot he was tanked up. From you, except the WWE title that comes this Sunday. Take Cody, get out here. Come to the ring. Bring the security. 
Triple H, if that is you, come out here. I have no problem ending this tonight. He's by ear. <laughs> oh, shit. Comes the money. People that are listening or watching are like, I clicked on this and it said Royal Rumble 2009. Oh, yeah, the whole package was a, it's a fucking spoiler there. <laughs> I'm only showing you that because Royal Rumble 2009, everybody has in their head. Whenever we say Royal Rumble 2009, who was the winner? Randy Orton. And where that set up was Randy Orton Triple H feud. And everyone remembers that. Like, all the people I say, oh, yeah, we're reviewing Royal Rumble 2009. They're like, oh, yeah, Randy Orton won that one. Even Drew. So. That's the reason I showed that one is because this is the start That's something new. of <laughs> the start <laughs> of the, the feud between Randy Orton and Triple H. I technically you could say the the start was when he punted McMahon, but um, that that was that was only the beginning, not the start. The Age of Orton was Age of Orton I... was when he won the title. I can't really remember too much from the 2009 year besides this whole storyline. I mean, eh, I don't know if it's just biased, but I think this was the story of the 2009. It indeed was. Um, as y'all noticed, there's only two of us here. Nico Acha and Franco. Acha? <laughs> Acha. Uh, Acha Silencio. Um Juan can join with, join us, and neither could Andy. So it's just us two today talking Royal Rumble 2009. And this was my uh, my colleague's pick over here, Mister Bad Guy Nick Nico Ache Acho Silencia. Silantro. That's what they put on your your barbacoa tacos, but I say no. Uh, I say yeah. They'll put on there. Hold the cilantro, hold the H, and the onion too. No. Yeah, it's indeed. What what drew you to this pick, man? What made you pick for two thousand nine? Um, uh, I'm a big Randy Orton fan. I, that's that's all I need to know. Um, I think this was the first Rumble I actually saw. Can't remember. If, no, yeah, it was it was definitely this one. So I just uh, I was I was one of those that oh, be called revisits, and I remember like. Just the, uh, if you can say, star power in this rumble. All I remember from this rumble was Orton winning. That Orton winning. And then we also had like a uh, a record set. Oh, yeah. But I, I didn't even, like, whenever you said Rumble, I'm like, Orton won it. But I don't know anything in between that. And then once we get into it, I remember some <laughs> stuff from it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is when this happened. But um, Andy almost spoiled it for me. He messaged me saying, "Yeah, this uh, the card. I don't know if he said it was lackluster or looked good. 
one of those. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't looked at the match card at all, so don't tell me anything. Lackluster, or it, it, it was good? Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, which one he said. But he said I mean, there was only like three matches, wasn't there? Uh, four? Four? They were all title matches. Going blue. Oh, yeah, the, the Divas. Or no one. Women's. The Divas wasn't on the card. <laughs> yes, the women's. But you want to get into it? You want to break it down? Dun, 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 dun. I'll break it down to uh, say, was it, it started off with the a match, right? Um. Besides the whole intro of start off with the, 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 the most... video, the video package, and it's like whatnot. The video package was funny though. It was like. Oh, Royal Rumble, 22nd year anniversary. Royal Rumble, 22 years. And then it goes to Randy Orton being a fucking man. It's like, oh, who's going to win this Rumble? <laughs> it's like, yeah, he has the, the history. Like, the longest person that's been in the Rumble. The most wins in the Rumble. The uh, the most eliminations. And then uh, Randy Orton being a... Being a fucking menace. Being a menace, as usual. He, uh, he punted uh, Mr. McMahon the Monday, the go-home show. And uh, before McMahon told him he was about to be fired. And um, so he didn't say the words, you're fired. And so he was still in the rumble. Yes. <laughs> he didn't say it, so that, that's why he was still in <laughs> a job. If he had he said those words on, on national TV, he would have been fired. It's all good. On national TV, so. But um, so, they nah, didn't that... say Vince's <laughs> condition is private. They didn't want to throw it out there. I'm like, really? Be private. So is that like a uh, a safe uh, like? Oh, uh, my boss is about to fire me for my job. My I might as well like uh, punch him or do something like a slow slap to the face. <laughs> Just have you arrested? Yeah, that's a sure fire way to get arrested right there. And uh, hmm. and what we call real life. I'll be like, oh, I saw it back in two thousand nine. My boy Randy Orton did it. <laughs> He's like, oh, that dude's a menace. You're right. You're right. You can get away with it. Too. <laughs> Vintage legend. But um, the announcers, man. We had a set of three announced teams. Raw, SmackDown, and EC-Dub. EC-Dub? They had uh, Matt Stryker on that commentary team, didn't it? Yeah. I, I really wanted Juan to be here because, I mean, me and you already know our own opinions because we've been friends since then, before then. So we are growing up while watching this stuff. So we renew our own opinions, but each other's opinions. But um, I want to get someone else's take on it. And unfortunately, he's not here. But uh, Matt Striker, man, I miss Matt Striker. That dude was really good. I'm smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was his whole gimmick, and that uh, the reason people got annoyed with him apparently. But uh, ECW was um, Matt Striker and Jonathan Grisham. No, that's not right. Todd Grisham, I think. Mm, I think so. And I know his last name was Grisham for sure. Grisham. His name was just Grisham, just like because he likes to give people one names. And uh, there is the W. Raw, of course, was uh, Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole. And SmackDown was Jim Ross and Taz. Taz. I didn't write that one down. I forgot. But yeah. <laughs> this is a weird pairing. So, yeah, who can put? Yeah, who, who was your favorite um, team duo? Duo of this time? Of of this pay per view. 
who stood out to you right now as 27 year old Nikit Nikoacha? Like, damn, that was a good announcement. I honestly don't give a shit about the announcement. <laughs> Normally in the pay per views, there's always like commentator that doesn't shut up. Like, oh, I mean, sure they're talking, but I guess I just too focused like trying to within the match. Matt Striker's yeah. one that doesn't shut up, but uh, I really enjoyed uh, Matt Striker and Grisham. You can tell Grisham was getting annoyed a little, little bit with him because of the facts he was spitting. But I like that. I like that duo. I've never been a big fan of Lawler, and then you know my opinion on Jim Ross. But yeah. Yeah. But the 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 first match, man, brought back some fucking memories. The the legendary Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Or Jack Swagger. Jack, <laughs> Jack Swagger versus Matt Hardy for the ECW Championship. The title that meant so much. The the title that I think Matt Striker said was um was uh Matt Hardy's first major singles t- championship win. I was like, damn, dude, the ECW title was his first one. He never won the world title either way, but like No. Damn. Yeah, well, I mean, during that time, it was a big deal for him <laughs> because I mean, yeah, he has you have his uh, younger brother Jeff who won the WWE Championship, which is prestigious, and then uh, uh, I have the East WWE Championship. It's like a participant award. Yeah, and they kept bringing up, oh yeah, the, his younger brother Jeff, his younger brother Jeff, his younger brother Jeff. Hey, you know his younger brother Jeff is on tonight's show. It's like, damn, dude, really, really pushing that younger brother. No wonder he he uh, did stuff later on. But uh, <laughs> later on, yeah, closed doors. Uh, yeah, man, closed doors. Jack Swagger, man, you already knew me. I, I was a big fan. I still am a big fan of Jack Swagger, Jake Hager. Uh, the dude's just got that talent. He's he's he has that it factor. He not the mic skills because of his lisp, but he has the it factor. The all American, yeah. American. Two time, two time. He also was um undefeated at this time. And his gut wrench power bomb, no one has ever kicked out of it at that time. I think he was like already four months on the roster. Good little, good little undefeated streak going on for him. For a two time, two time, two time. But uh, what you think of this match? Uh, well, it was a, uh, it was a match. I <laughs> like Jack Swagger's in this match. I think the highlight of that match was the entrance. Just hearing the theme. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, I was like, damn. I was waiting for him to do the push-ups, but I guess he wasn't doing it at this time. Not yet. <laughs> nah. I'd be lying if I said I really enjoyed it. But it's not the worst match I've seen. It just, I mean, the ECW Championship match. <laughs> huh. Uh, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. <laughs> you know, I, this was already towards the end of Matt Hardy's ECW run, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he already had his, his moment of, I guess they made him, if you could say, made him look strong the time he'd be like Mark Henry. I don't know. Isn't this like towards the end of the ECW run? <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. Because <laughs> all I remember from, like, when I saw that uh, Matt Hardy or the storyline that goes on, he's already like in the the main roster. Yeah, you know, he's he was supposed to be in. 
somewhat main roster. I think NXT was like 2010, wasn't it? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 2010. So I'm pretty sure it was like the final year. Fucking the final <laughs> ECW champion was. Uh, Ezekiel Jackson? Yeah, that was Ezekiel the last. Jackson, <laughs> the last ECW champion. I mean, he makes an appearance in the, the, the pay review, but he doesn't play a role at all. Um, I enjoyed the match for what it was. I wasn't on my phone. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Swagger. Um, he's a good wrestler. Again, on the mic skills, not so much. But uh, I think at the time, I was always like, yeah, this guy, this guy's, this guy's it. I've always been a big fan of him going all the way up to his uh, the real American days with Cesaro. I think that's whenever you start leaning more towards him. Like, you know what? Cesaro's bringing out more in him, so I like this guy, I guess. Cesaro. <laughs> Claudio had, does that. Claudio. But, um, it was a match. It was. It was <laughs> just, that, that's how I describe it. I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't a banger match. Swagger picked up the win with um, the gut the, wrench. Uh, gut wrench. He, didn't, he didn't kick out. Uh, Matt Hardy afterwards looked real defeated. And I was actually started looking. I was like, oh, yeah, this is about the time where him and uh, Jeff were feuding. <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't in my head yet. So. That's same, same here. It was hilarious because, like, during the match, like, well, not during the match. I'm just saying the whole match was like, uh, uh. And then, of course, the going toward the end of the match, you just in a, oh, shit, this is the, the pay per view where it goes, start something new. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'd give this a four, four tacos. <laughs> I'm not that I far behind. I, I think I, I think I went a little too high, but I'm generously Jack Swagger. The get on your knees, yeah, but yeah, brought out back nostalgia. I think four tacos. Go ahead. Three. It's not bad. I was expecting three loaded. Mm, close. Uh, this match, if you want at the time, it was um, ten minutes twenty seven seconds. And uh, before this was a, uh, I guess a dark match. Jimmy Wang Yang defeated J- Paul Burchill. Dark match. Care about that? Dark match. I mean, I didn't care about that, but it's like nice to know because that's a match I missed out on. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, last time they always they Andy and Juan gave the heat results. They don't have heat in here anymore. It's just dark matches now. It's dark matches. Wang Yang, that was a a character. <laughs> that was indeed a character. I saw him actually. Um, I sent him a few times. Russell Live saw him. Um, at WrestleMania week. It's pretty pretty dope. I was like, hey, it's that guy. From my childhood. <laughs> I saw him and his daughter wrestle actually uh, Jimmy Wayne Yang and Jazzy Yang. Nice. They teamed up, of course. That they're gonna they're fighting against each other. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't like you, Dad. <laughs> uh the second match of the night was uh for another championship. And it was for the women's championship. Melina uh, and M- Melina and Beth Phoenix. AKA Ages Left. The, the, the Glamazon. The Glamazon. At the time, she was with Santino Morella, and they were Glamorella. They they were <laughs> indeed were. Um, Melina was the was the face, I believe, and Bethany was the heel. Um, yeah. How how do you feel about Melina as a face? Meh. <laughs> yeah, I always thought like her whole gimmick worked better as a heel because she was just like the um sexy type chick. And I always thought it worked as better as a heel. But heel. she was a face, and I was like, I don't know, I don't like it. That, I don't think 
I don't think that character works as a face at all. Nah. It's a heel. Uh, so got that entrance. It's very nice. Uh, it's a legendary entrance. It's a legendary entrance. I don't know how I feel about that that like that feud with it wasn't really that long, was it, with her and Beth Phoenix? The only feud so. that pops in the head was usually the Mickey James and Melina. It was like Trish and Lita two point type of thing. Um Santino. How'd you feel about Santino? <laughs> Santino Rilla. It was there on ringside because you know you said that they're Glamorella. Glamorella and this was, you know, a few months prior. To uh, his sister making her debut at WrestleMania 25 and winning. Oh. <laughs> oh man, Santino would he would jump around with like different girls each time. Wasn't his first uh, run with uh, Maria? Yeah, Maria, which was a, a ditzy character. He was with Maria, and then. Uh... I know at some point you went down with Tamina. Tamina, I think Beth Phoenix. Honestly, Rosa Mendez was one of them. We wrong. Yeah, I think, I think so. And then towards the ending of his his career, there it was with the uh, Emma. Oh yeah, I believe so. Um, but yeah, Santino was always a good comic uh character uh, wrestler. Yeah, I always enjoyed his character from the beginning to the, the end. Apparently, his daughter is um, signed as well, so that's pretty cool. Future champ. Future. Uh, this match was... I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, Beth Phoenix showed a whole bunch of um, dominance in it. She was like basically built up as China at this time, except for the winning the most title. But she did um, beat Molina beat Molina's head with the back of Molina's foot at one point. I was like, damn. I was like, damn. That was uh, some good shit. Some really good shit. But, uh, Molina picked up the the win. She she, she did roll up? I believe so. Uh, I think so. I think so. The, the ref looked like he was counting fucking fast, though. <laughs> the ref screwed Beth. Um, Beth. Yeah, like he's... <laughs> Win. Winner. Winner right here. Uh, that, was not, that was not part of the plan. <laughs> okay, ring the bell. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It was better than the match. The last woman's match we reviewed. WrestleMania 17. We gave it two and one. <laughs> that one actually had China. Yeah, I give this well. one. <laughs> I give this one five five tacos. Five tacos. Five tacos. Brought back some memories. Melina again. Melina, I don't. I never that worked as a face, but she was still good in it. Beth Phoenix beat Melina with her foot. So I'm like, yeah, it's a good shit. So, uh, Santino ringside giving it, it gave it a little bit of points. That definitely that that foot attack against the head. I was like, why don't different wrestlers use this uh, a move? <laughs> Be hilarious, see some like like big show. <laughs> he could flex like that. 
Um, I'll, I'll give it a four loaded. Not bad, not bad. I think uh, something knows uh, Unibrow brought it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, the next match was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, this match was um, five minutes and 56 seconds. This match coming up was for the World Heavyweight Championship. This was um, whatever people think of Wrestle 25, they think of Randy Orton for Triple H, they think of Undertaker Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels 1. Yep. And uh, this was the start of that feud. This was uh, Shawn Michaels. I think the pay-per-view prior, uh, Armageddon, I want to say. I could be wrong. But um, he said that he couldn't afford to pay his bills or something, and he needed to get a job. <laughs> and JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield, another guy we talked about during WrestleMania 17, the last uh, show we reviewed. Um, this time he's a, he's a what, billionaire, millionaire. And uh, he offers Sean a job with him, working for him. And um, he tells him he wants him to get him to the World of Championship at WrestleMania 25. Sean accepts because he needs the money. And um, John Cena, you know, the, the all-American, American. <laughs> the Marine. The, not, the not, Marine. not the Miz. But the... <laughs> the Marine 1, not the Marine 5. Uh, John Cena, you know, saying Sean shouldn't do that, even if he needs the money. But... Yeah, that's how this whole feed started. It's John Cena versus JBL with uh, Shawn Michaels in JBL's corner. Uh, before the match, JBL's in the back talking to Shawn, saying that if he wins the match tonight, he will pay him all that he owes Shawn tonight, and he mm. does not need to uh, work for him anymore. And he will secure himself a spot in the Royal Rumble tonight as well to have a chance to face him at uh, WrestleMania. Shawn doesn't really say much. And then he turns back around, he looks at the mirror, turns back around, Undertaker's right there in his presence. And Undertaker just says, sometimes it is hell trying to get to heaven. And I was like, damn, fucking spinning facts over here, huh? <laughs> Undertaker about to drop a hot hot 16, hot bar. But uh, yeah, Sean. I'm going your ass at WrestleMania. <laughs> make you retire next year. Shit, <laughs> bet. <laughs> Put my career on the line. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this match happens. JBL, at this time, whenever he comes out, he'll come out with his limo. For some reason, he wasn't in his limo. Him and Sean just walked out to the ring. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Sean's probably like, we're going to get to uh, ride in your limo? Nah, man. Not, not today. <laughs> not tonight. See, because the money I'm going to give you was for that limo ride. You want the money, you want the limo ride. I want the limo ride. <laughs> I thought the over uh, the overall story was was uh was alright. Yeah, I, I really like this storyline. Um And then the the match they had what was it the Fatal Four way right? Something like that. It was like an elimination match or something like that. Yeah, it was like an elimination tag fatal four four-way type, because, like, Sean was in the corner and so was another person, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But, um... <laughs> I was confused by it. <laughs> it was weird. Unless, like, Sean, they told, he told Sean to stay in the corner, but I, mean, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, JBL won that, won that to win 
the number one contendership to face John Cena for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match was good. Sean is at ringside, like just with a blank face. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Like the whole entire time. He does like little things to distract John, but like nothing much. But, um, yeah, what'd you think of this match? Mm. The only thing that stood out to me was really just towards the end of this match. <laughs> um, is that. Uh, honestly, couldn't really. <laughs> Couldn't really focus much as a match. I don't know. I just something, something about the match doesn't really draw me in so much. What was your opinion on JBL? Or what's your opinion on JBL during this time? During this time? Was this the, his wrestling god persona? Or that was like after that? I know he's just the, the rich, rich guy or whatever. Heel. Does he retire at this WrestleMania? I, I think so. He faces uh, Rey Mysterio. Right, and then he—that's when he makes the announcement. Yeah, makes the announcement. So it has to be wrestling God, I believe. Damn, he, he retired in two thousand nine. I think he was, he was a pretty good heel. Him, Orton, and um, Edge, I think were the hills that got like a lot of kids hated them, like, to hate them so much to get under their skin and everything, and uh, those are the three that I enjoy the most. (laughs) JBL, Randy Orton, Edge. But, yeah, I didn't realize he retired at the time. Hmm. But, yeah, the match was good. Uh, The ending came whenever the ref gets knocked out, of course. And uh, Sean gets in the ring, gives JBL... A super tick, a switch in music. Yeah, and then John C is like, "Oh, my man! I knew, I knew you come to your senses." He was there for like a good bit, and then, and then Sean's like, "You know, what? F you, John." <laughs> Gets one too, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, uh, one more thing," and he just he grabs JB and puts him on top of him, puts, <laughs> and leaves the ring, and then the ref, a new ref comes in. They're they're in their ring, like that position for a while. The ref slides in. One, two, and then of course Cena kicks out. So he gave me gave him enough time. <laughs> I think it was gonna stay down long enough. But uh it was a good match. Uh like, of course she had John Cena picked the win. Yeah, well after as soon as they got up, they're like John Cena's had enough strength to just lift over JB on and a few. Or I was already added to Justin at this point. Yeah, AA and then one, two, three, and Cena Still. Still champ. This was his first world title run, wasn't it? The heavyweight championship. I believe so. Because I remember this title run, and then he has the uh, the title run where he beat Alberto de Rio. Then he yeah. unifies with the Randy Orton. Yep. But um, yeah, Cena picked up the win. JBL loses. Shawn Michaels goes on to feud with. The taker of the under. And yeah, surprising it was not set up by Terry Long, was it? Nope. 
Uh, this match was 15 minutes and 29 seconds, and I would give this one uh, six tacos. Six tacos. Yeah, I think all my fucking things just keep going up. <laughs> going. Oh, I mean, mine go up five. I don't know. <laughs> what was my last rating? Like four. Four and a half. Four loads. It's five. Um, I enjoyed now, the, the, the story building up more than the actual. That's what it was. Yeah. The match was uh, the match was still good. It's just that the storyline was more. I think at this time, the storylines were always. Um, most of the storylines were more like. Really good. But. um. Yeah. Next up was for the WWE Championship. Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy, the champion against Edge in a no DQ match. This one, I told Andy he's in that he's in the miss it because he's a big fan of Jeff Hardy. But uh, this one was uh, the the start. Start. This was, of course. You're, at this point, where this is Radar Superstar Edge. I mean, the other pay-per-views were going into. That was Rufus Aggression, Early Edge. Good, but not up there where he, where he shines. And, of course, Radar Superstar Edge. Man, he was on a different level. <laughs> From 06 to 2010, he was on a different level. Uh, 06, yeah. yeah, 06. 2010, I think, when he got, when he got injured and then he came back as a bobby, fucking baby face, like... You lost it, man. You lost it. Lost it. And Jeff Hardy, where he actually finally had the main event status as the champion. Um, the storyline with this one, they, uh, I think they've already been feuding for a while, right? I think since like November or October. Yeah, but then they also showed in that little clip with the, where the Jeff Hardy's pyro was fucked up with. with. They're like, oh, I know it was you, Edge. You did it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they, they don't really answer it at that moment. Yeah, during during this storyline, man, everything felt so real at the time. Like, because it was that, the pyro, uh, he got into the accident where someone like ran him off the road or something. And... Um, I don't know if it was during this time as well, or if it was after leading up to the WrestleMania, where his house burned down and uh, his dog um, passed away. But like all of the entire thing felt so real, like it was actually happening, like it wasn't supposed to, like they're turning it into into a storyline because it happened. I remember seeing the well, I watched that SmackDown, and when the pyro went down, it's like I was like, damn, what was I mean? course find out it's part of the story but so uh, it was like oh was that a freak accident so he was just supposed to go down into into the ring and talk to edge or like supposed to be a talk between them doesn't even happen and then you yeah. see on edge's face it looked like he's all shocked too yeah like edge even denied it. he's like yeah i didn't do none of this shit and it's like no you did you son of a bitch <laughs> you did it was you all along it's like maybe it was me maybe i was sleepwalking it's like you think you know me huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is also whenever Edge was with uh, Vicky Guerrero. Huh. What a downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was went from Lita to Vicky. 
Yeah, welcome live sex celebration to live marriage. Live sex to La Familia. Family. Family. Well, what's your what's your opinion, overall opinion on Vicky Guerrero? Annoying. But uh somehow just she made it work. <laughs> she made you hate her. Just just the sound of her voice alone. Excuse me. <laughs> very well. And then she ended up becoming like a freaking manager on SmackDown and of course Edge plays into that whole storyline. I thought it was it's pretty awesome. I mean, travel, of course, going into it. I think, yeah, I mean, at one point they had him win the East League Championship. Yeah. Yeah, because they had sure. jumped out. Who was it? It was the, uh, was name Bam Neely or something? I can't remember. No. I No, I don't remember at all. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> some, some other dude that they had along with them. And of course, you had, uh, Ryder and Hawkins as the yeah. kids. The only one I remember that was also with them at one point was, or that was with Vicky, was uh, Escobar. <laughs> he didn't last so long. <laughs> last like three months. Still know what happened to him, man. He, he, was, uh, he was entertaining a little bit. Was, but yeah, I was good. But yeah, this match was uh, this match was really good. There was a no DQ. I think Vicky announced a no DQ whenever she came to the ramp. Um, what do you expect from... um? Jeff Hardy, he brought out a ladder match at one point, a ladder at one point, and he, and, uh, he jumped on top of Shavu. Yeah, he almost slipped off of it. It could have looked. Yeah, he barely made it. It was like dead. Yeah. It's like that's not even edge right there. You're really trying to. <laughs> that's how you're gonna win the match, man. Imagine <laughs> if it went wrong. But yeah, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, Edge picked up the win. By Matt Hardy coming out, oh. Vicky, Vicky, Vicky came out and was going to attack uh, Jeff Hardy, trying to distract the referee. This led to Matt Hardy came coming out, telling her get to the side, move. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Matt's going to come for to aid his brother." And then Matt hits Jeff Hardy in the head with the steel chair. Now this was the chill betrayal before the show. <laughs> it's like, oh, how could you? I was there watching, He's... expecting it, and I, yeah, I even shed a tear. I was like, I know, I know what's coming. I know what's coming, man. But back whenever it first happened, like, no. Uh, the betrayal, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. <sighs> you, 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 uh, you think back into the past because uh, the actual heat between uh, Matt and Edge over Lita. It's like, there's no, <laughs> there's no way he's going to help him out. That's probably what I was singing also. But now comes in there. Like, his excuse, probably excuse, like, oh. But it all made sense, though. Like, tired of living in your shadow, even being as East Village admin. They're still saying, hey, talking about you. You're still, like, the main focus. Even though he's <laughs> a, the older brother. He's the older brother. It's like, you know, trying to buy his younger brother. Man. This was uh, the start of an awesome story. Man, WrestleMania 25. Fucking Houston, Texas. We could have we could have been there. Had we not been kids. <laughs> <laughs> Can imagine if, like just I don't know. And with the storyline, like Matt Hardy's like it's more of like, man, I just lost my match to Jack Swagger. 
I had to take my frustration somehow. <laughs> I can't win. You can't win either. Uh, with the match, uh, I don't know. For me, it kind of started off a little slow. But then towards the middle, to the ending, I was like, all right. This right here is from was the obvious match of the night. indeed the match of the night. I didn't put on ECW one night stand, so this was indeed match of the night for me. <laughs> one night stand. But uh yeah, I'd give this six loaded tacos. It almost got seven, but then I was like, you're not a fan, Jeff Party, so you can't give it seven. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think some tacos. I know Andy probably would have given it a higher. <laughs> no, but I was sitting there right there at six loaded. Yeah, not because I don't like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> not because I don't like Jeff Hardy. It was a match of the night. It set up a great feud versus Mid 25, Matt versus Jeff. And then also set up um, Edge cheating on Vicky with Alicia Fox to set up. <sighs> Edge versus Big Show versus John Cena for the World Heavyweight. Oh yeah, World Heavyweight. Edge lost the WWE Championship. But I'm assuming at the next pay per view. Two. What was the champion? Triple H. Are they Elimination Chamber match? That's what happened. Yeah. I was like, Triple H, you lucky bastard. <laughs> you lost your Royal Rumble, and he's like, oh, ha, sucker. It's all psych. I'm gonna, be running gonna win business. that Chamber match. Put myself in it. Come on, we gotta we gotta make that storyline with the Randy Orton man. It's for the storyline. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> um, then we're here. We're at the twenty second anniversary of the Royal Rumble. I hate. I love watching Royal Rumbles. I love watching Battle Royals. When it comes to breaking them down, I'm gonna hate it. I hate recording battle royals. It's fucking worst shit ever. How do you want to do this? How do I want to do this? <laughs> if I can remember everything now. <laughs> from oh, who? Uh, that, that match was uh, 19 minutes, 23 seconds, second longest match of the night. Of course, after Rumble. Let's see. I know the first two was uh was it Rey Mysterio and John Morrison? No, is it right? John Morrison. I'll just go down the list and list them all. Number one, Rey Mysterio. Number two, John Morrison. Number three, Carlito. Number four, MVP. Number five, The Great Khali. Number six, Vladimir Kozlov. Number seven, Triple H. Number eight, Randy Orton. Number nine, Crime Time. They flip a coin. JTG wins, and it's two-sided hit coin. Number ten, <laughs> Teddy Biasi. Number eleven, Jer- Chris Jericho. Number twelve, Mike Knox. Number 13, The Miz. Number 14, Finley. Number 15, Cody Rhodes. Number 16, The Undertaker. Number 17, Goldust. Number 18, CM Punk. Number 19, I put Marl Henry, but Mark Henry. Number 20, Shelton Benjamin. Number 21, William Regal. Number 22, Kofi Kingston. 23, Kane. 24, R-Truth. 25, the first surprise of the night, RVD. 26, the Brian, the Brian Kendrick. 27, Dolph Ziggler. 28, Santino Medella. 29, another surprise. Hacksaw Jim Dungan. Number 30, The Big Show. First off. Waste his spot on number 30. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the way going through, I was like, oh, who's number 30 going to be? 
And I was like, are you kidding me? The big show at number 30? Like, looking at this from the names I listed, just looking at the names, it looks lackluster to me. Only two surprises, and that's RVD and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think Hacksaw was already like around for a little bit around this time as well, so it really wasn't much of a surprise. <laughs> but, um, yeah. MVP, hearing the one, two, whatever. I forget how the song goes right Hear now. The but, clock ticking. Yeah. Uh, Tick, I, I like that. I miss that song. That was uh, my highlight, even though they only played like fucking five seconds. I'm coming. <laughs> In five seconds. All right. There it is. Man. I have nothing of like who, who was the first eliminated or. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I think mean, Ray Mysterio lasted a, a while, like he usually does. They said that he uh, was number two, even though he was number one. Like, damn it, Cole. Get your shit right. I made a saw. Vintage! Okay. <laughs> Cover it up. Um... When Crime Time came out, they, uh, Chad, Chad Gaspar came out and like, was about to start running, and then JG was like, yeah, let's flip a coin. Heads, I go in. Tells you, you go in. And they flipped, and it was heads. And then JG's like, yep, it's a mod time, homie. He runs in, and then Chad looks at the coin, and it's a double... Double sided coin, so either way, he was he was rigged to have JTG win. <laughs> and he was just like looking like, "Ah, oh, you son of a bitch, you got me, you got me." Think you know a guy? <laughs> I was like waiting for him to come out. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna come out later on." He never came out. I'm like, "God damn it!" Nope, they had to waste the other spot for the Miz. I was calling <laughs> the Miz. That's why. Well. So to me, he needed to be there for the record set. <laughs> They're like, you want to be the, the record set, Chad? Nah, I'll give that to someone else. All right, Santino, you're the guy. <laughs> All right. I mean, it could have been him. It could have been Dolph Ziggler because Dolph Ziggler kind of had a similar spot. He's all, hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> He's so happy to be there. And then Kane's like, damn, out of here. <laughs> Funny I think Kane. Ali was the, the first one eliminated because I think Vladimir Kozlov eliminated him. Yeah. He eliminated him. Um... MVP and Carlito, I want to say, or John Morris, one of those. I don't know. I write a whole notes down, like, this person got eliminated at the 30-minute mark. This person got eliminated at 15 minutes. Um, before the Roman women started, Randy was in the back. Jericho came up to him and was telling him some stuff, and he was like... It was it was almost your last night as an employee, but you got lucky. Tonight's gonna be your last night because tomorrow Vince is gonna fire you. And it's like Jericho just seems so fucking bitter. Think <laughs> like you're in the rumble? You're winning it? Nah, man. Nah, it should be me. Should have been me. Should have been me. <laughs> There's also that uh that uh backstage whenever Randy Orton really arriving and everyone just staring at him. Wonder how that went down. Like, all right, well, anyone's gonna walk in, and you're always gonna stare at him because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Kofi, what he's still doing, he's a Jamaican, Jim, Jamaican gimmick. It's like, oh, then they. It was around the time like he didn't actually like Randy Orton. There was actual heat between them. 
I think it's during their feud later on, 2010. Pretty sure. Because hmm. I think in their feud is whenever um, Kofi apparently does uh, f- fucks up on a move. <laughs> he fucks up on a move. <laughs> I, think, I think that was 2010. Whenever Randy, uh, Randy Orton gets a NASCAR car of his face or whatever. and His face. And, uh, <laughs> his face. <laughs> that is his, logo, his logo, whatever, and uh, Kofi throws orange paint on it. Ah, Kofi. That sounds nice looking cards, yeah. So thanks, thanks, boys. Get from Cody and said. I wrote this one down. Triple H eliminates uh, Miz and Morrison together, and then uh, like Miz is like on the like back to the rope, and then uh, Morrison gets thrown into him, and they both like go over the rope. And then Mysterio almost gets the and like steps on um their back to get back in. His feet never touch the ground. I was like, ah, the Kofi spot. The Kofi spot. Co- I was thinking like Kofi didn't have a spot in his match, did he? I don't think so. No. They had Ray Mysterio. It was Ray Mysterio's spot before Kofi took it. He stole it from and John Morrison at one point kinda had it. Yeah. It's... Um Besides Santino's one one and a half second elimination, um, I just know that CM Punk kept they always kept trying to eliminate him. And he never <laughs> just come back right in, and then it was I uh, got who was it? Was it Big Show? Eliminated? Him? I think it was Kane. It was he one just of got them. Knocked, he got knocked out. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was Big Show because a bunch. Oh man. It always cracks uh, me up whenever, like, a, a new whenever a new shirt come came out, they would just all stand side by side, like, weren't you just fighting <laughs> like the, like a few seconds ago? Now we gotta concentrate on towards this little small guy. Well, yeah, it's like you know he has he has more energy than us, so let's focus our energy on him instead. I mean, like, whenever like the Bay Shore like Kali come in, like they always go try to him and just get shot through punch. <laughs> Yeah, that was they were just sitting around like everyone like an RVD surprise, I guess. And I was like, oh, wait, you're not on the roster. And then Randy Orton's reaction whenever RVD popped in, it's like, wait a second. Remember that storyline where I, I I took you out, and that's the reason why you were out. <laughs> and it didn't last long of a moment. Uh, Order makes uh Cody eliminate his brother Goldust. That was a that was a cool moment there. It's like get him. They didn't even explain why. Um, They're like, oh, they like the announcers didn't explain. Oh, this is his brother, or whatever. Goldus. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. The final six came down to Big Show, The Undertaker, Legacy, and Triple H. I wonder who won that one. If you guess yeah. Big Show, you are correct. <laughs> he was the freshest, wasn't he? It was almost rigged. <laughs> Big show. Um, from the... Uh, it was... Undertaker, uh, he's like, he decided to go one-on-three with Legacy. <laughs> so I'm going to take all three of these guys and then Triple H and Big Show started brawling it out. Um, Undertaker and the Big Show then go at it. Was it... Uh, I think they eliminated each other. Yeah, one one. I forgot who got eliminated first, and they were almost salty. Like, oh, 
If I don't get to win, you don't get to win either. <laughs> Start fighting into the crowd. Oh, man. And then, of course, Triple H. Legacy. Triple H, that he eliminated Randy Orton. He did not. Then uh, he eliminated Ted DiBiase. Throw him over. Got Cody. was a throw, throw him over. And then Randy Orton came in from behind and threw Triple H over. And Randy Orton picked up the win. Randy Orton picked it away. Legacy, man. Legacy. Legacy. Man, those, are, those are the days, man. Cody, Ted, Randy. The boys. The boys. The, the legacy. The... <laughs> or back whenever they're when they're like they're trying to Manu was trying to convince Corey to be with them. Or and then Sam Snuka, which was uh Deuce from Deuce and Domino. I think yeah. it was Deuce. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll, I'm no I'm no longer Deuce, I'm I'm a Snuka. <laughs> Try to go with that gimmick. Which didn't really go anywhere. But uh they're trying to both their own little legacy going on there. And uh I don't know. Imagine seeing Manu be part of the legacy. Be the weakest the weakest member of the legacy, but Legacy Rest twenty six whenever they broke up and it was a triple threat. You know, people shit on this era a lot, but I think there's some good good shit in this era. Because Randy Orton get, didn't get put over in 25, so he had to be over in 26. <laughs> I was like, damn. So yeah, Randy Orton picks up the win. He does the point. doesn't go off. He does the point again. It goes off. So why is that going off? He can't point. <laughs> goes on to face Triple H at WrestleMania 25 for the WWE Championship that Triple H wins like a month later. This is... talk, about, talk about an upset, man. Triple H picking up the win. Like Randy Orton was like red hot. Was this his, was this the most he was over as a heel? Around this time, would you say? It was one of the moments. I mean he had I I just the had the fact that he had legacy with him and then it was just the the retelling of the whole evolution thing. Even though that was kind of rated RKO, also. <laughs> yeah. So there's different moments, but this is definitely one of those years, and it's still, it's just like can we go back to the the Booker T and Triple H type of thing that Booker should have gone over. For me, this even though it sounds more biased, me saying it, I just feel like this story should have ended with Randy Orton finally getting his revenge. I mean. Can just build his great story, and then it's like, nah, man. Triple H gets to be on top. Yeah, <sighs> it was, a, it was upset. Randy Orton should have won that match, but um, we're not we're not reviewing WrestleMania twenty five. Okay, yeah. going into it. <laughs> so yeah, that's the next. That's uh, the next review. All right, we're about to review it right now. So <laughs> the bonus. The bonus. <laughs> Um, I didn't write anything down. What we usually do at the end: favorite match, uh, Jeff Hardy Edge, weakest angle, Chris Jericho probably talking to Randy Orton. Like, why are you talking around? Was he a heel at that time, or was he a face? Oh, Jericho. 
Yeah, I always feel like he's always a heel, but like, because I think at twenty five he goes on to face the lead, the Mickey Rourke and whatever, and he was uh he was he had to have been a heel. Yeah, yeah, I think of like his little goatee or he had going on there. That's Hill Jericho, and especially when he he got rid of his uh his pants, (laughs) which is (laughs) he's just over there like you know, I'm a I'm a bad guy, but man, you despise me. You're despicable. And it's like, geez. what's going on here? Why is it? Who's trying to uh, bag idea you? <laughs> the other. So now the week is on. Underappreciated wrestler, Jack Swagger. Gear of the night. Jack Swagger. Gear of the night. Yep. <laughs> um, let's go with, uh, with Jeff Hardy because of the face paint. Song of the night, RVD. One of a kind, baby. One of a kind. All right, so now it's your turn. Favorite match? Favorite match? The Rumble match. Okay. Um, Jeff and Edge's match is definitely my favorite match of the night. Uh, weakest next angle. One's the weakest angle. Kurt Angle, of course. <laughs> Sexy Kurt was the weakest angle. <laughs> it could have been the strongest one, too. Um, I'm trying to think back. There wasn't really that many angles, were there? Yeah, I think all angles of Kurt are... Not with <laughs> but the angles in the peer view. <laughs> I just my default. I'm gonna go Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. We can story. I would say we can storyline. That would be uh, uh, Matt Hardy and Jack Sliders, probably. Um. Underappreciated wrestler. Underappreciated wrestler. Um, I was going to say Santino, but I think he's very appreciated during this time. <laughs> mm. yeah, Matt Hardy. Uh, I'm going to go Matt Hardy. <laughs> uh, gear of the night. Gear of the night. Uh, Melina. Song of the night. Song of the night. Kevin Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the, the theme of the pay per view. Uh, if not the pay per view, it's uh. We we made it. Look up to the sky. <laughs> he was putting out some hits in that year. Um. Uh, I think that was the following year, wasn't it? Freshman twenty six. I made it. Uh. I want. I want to say. I want to say Randy Orton, but I think uh, I'll have to go with Hardy. Which one? Oh shit! <laughs> Matt, no, uh, Jeff Hardy's no, no words. Which one? You know which one? <laughs> you know which one? Come on. Um, if y'all like to play along too, y'all can. If y'all are watching this, y'all can comment down below. Your may uh favorite match, weakest angle, underappreciated wrestler gear of the night, and song of the night. Or if you are listening to this, then y'all can just say it in y'all's car, and maybe we'll hear y'all. That that was indeed was a good one. That's Who do you think? That one. Who should have won? Was there a person that should have been over another person? Uh who should have won? I didn't even write that one down, but who should have won? Um, Swagger won his. Molina won hers. Cena won his. I think had 
Now don't hate me. <laughs> Do not hate me. But imagine what it would have been like had JBL picked up the win for the world title. And they got into WrestleMania with the world championship. And Shawn Michaels picked the win for a Royal Rumble. Well, if they just scrapped Undertaker versus Shawn this year and did Shawn Michaels versus JBL for the heavyweight title. I mean, it wasn't really, I mean, besides that, that was the first moment, or uh, I don't know, I guess to my uh, knowledge, that uh, that backstage with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, right? Previously, before there was really any teasing. Well, I mean, the I mean the only reason why they went through with the actual match was uh, they had a thing where whoever wins this match, I don't know if it was a tournament or just a one-off match. I just know it was like Shawn Michaels and Vladimir Kozlov came down uh, to them. Whoever won that match is going to face Undertaker at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels won that match. So if you were going to go like build the storyline. I wouldn't it have been cool to see that happen. But of course in the uh the the way the storyline goes is that uh, I believe it ends here. I don't know if they do anything after this. I just know JBO wins the Intercontinental Championship. He's like, I'm fine with this. So I'll I'll glad they accept the Intercontinental and go to WrestleMania. It's on state again. Yeah, so he's going with that title. It would have been cool to see uh, JBO win the championship. Yeah, I think it would have been dope to have seen it. And then I know Randy Orton probably would have got his match with Triple H anyway. Yeah. Sean has never won. No, Sean won the Rumble. Never mind. Um, but I think that would have been cool or even like set up a triple threat with Cena as well involved. Because, I mean, they do a triple threat either way with Edge and Big Show and Cena. They could have done a bit three-way with this one and then had um, Undertaker Vladimir Kozlov. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Undertaker Vladimir Kozlov? Because Vladimir Kozlov by the time was so undefeated. Or even That's why Undertaker versus the Nerd if you start Jack Swagger. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he looks strong in the ECW roster, but I don't know why he was main roster strong. Can you imagine if Undertaker would have fought for the ECW title? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one time Undertaker actually wrestled on East Uh It was against Big Show because they were making Big Show look like this big monster that's unbeatable. I was like, oh, it was always just random matches. You had like people like, you had Kane go in there, you had Undertaker. I, I think Kurt Angle at one point went over there too to wrestle him. Kurt Angle? I, I, I could be wrong or not. Wasn't Kurt Angle also involved with East for a little yeah. short period of time. He should have been, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's the only thing I like. Yeah, Undertaker and ECW. <laughs> it's like Undertaker and NXT. <laughs> Damn, Rikazov. The Wood of Stories. Have you seen him recently? Dude's fucking jacked. Does he make his return? Eventually? Nah, he's probably retired. Triple H wants to be signing all these other guys like Johnny Gargano. I was like, nah, bring back Vladimir Kozlov, man. Hey, hey first of all, you don't just put this strict <laughs> Johnny Gargano like that. <laughs> man, thought you would have. I mean, if Vince had been in charge, do you think Gargano would have went to All Elite? I think he would have spent time with his family even more. Just took a longer vacation, like, oh, 
That was like uh, rumors that uh, AEW wasn't even interested in him, apparently. Which I believe is a full bullshit, but um, I don't know. I hope now Gardell's back. Uh, WWE's watchable again. I hope uh, we get Gargano and Ciampa teaming up together because them in a tag match with the Usos, fucking fire. Yeah, I just don't currently use Ciampa's with The Miz and it just so feels out of place. I mean, I, I, they're both good. <laughs> they're both yeah, really I'm good. Just, I'm glad Miz is on TV. I don't really, huh? I'm, I'm just glad Miz is on TV. <laughs> I just don't like their, their just randomly and tag team. Gargano and Ciampa. Gargano and Ciampa taking over the tag team division, beating Usos, Oops. beating Street Profits. Be some good shit in the future. Such good shit. But uh, yeah, that was our episode. That's probably been our quickest Shortest, episode to date. Quickest. Shortest, quickest. That's what happens when you have like two guys. Yeah, the, the two OGs from Wrestling Taco <laughs> Season Uno. Maybe Which, we can go uh, longer, but then again, we'll be kind of just bullshitting. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> today, as a recording, it's August 27th. We've been recording these far ahead in advance. Our one-year anniversary of Wrestling Tacos is Monday, a week from Monday, September 5th. By the time this gets uploaded, it'll be September 24th. So you'll be listening on September 12th. Sorry, September 17th, you'll be listening or watching. Four years. Uh, this will be the last episode for September, but we will be four years Four. I mean, speaking of four years, since we're at this, uh, shout out to uh, Juan. I mean, he would have been on his episode, but uh, he on his podcast is four years. Yeah, as of today, I believe. Today or September? I think they, I think they said we started around the same time, September. I saw a post that he had did. Uh, it, like it was, I don't know. I mean, his post made it seem like he was gonna, he was recording that on that day. He had shared a post. Oh, okay, yeah, probably recording. I know whenever we record, we record in September. I No, I think we recorded like the day before, the 4th. I want to say. But, yeah, four years. Cinnamon Movie Podcast and Wrestling Tacos. Four years. Four years strong. There uh, have been uh, a lot of times where we go, I want to quit, want to stop, wanted to... Say the hell with it. I can't find any of the posts. <laughs> Maybe it's on Instagram. I don't know. Did you see it on Facebook? Uh, it was, I mean, I was on Juan's personal page. I don't think it was under a Simon. <laughs> well, you said it. You made it seem like I don't have his personal page. Huh? Well, it's I, on I, his, I personal. his personal page. Huh? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. We're all beginning four years later and 8,000 downloads a week later. Oh, yeah, I guess I was about to record that that day, or this day, four years ago. Psycho. But, yeah, four years later, we're still kind of going strong. Um, who would have thought Wrestling Tacos would transform from a podcast to match clips interviews to um, whatever the fuck we do now? A whole bunch of shit. We, we spawned multiple different spinoff podcasts from... Population podcast to Friday the 14th to doing just fine, doing just live to Behind the Mask, Mr. Puentes to OnlyFans to 
the Fanboy Podcast, who dive through the upside down to wrestlers wanting to jump on, be a part of our podcast, to wrestlers wanting to be interviewed, to wrestlers fucking listening to our shit, (laughs) to everything. Um, Thank you all for four years, even though it hasn't fit four years yet, not for another week. But by the time this episode airs, it'll be four years, so we'll already passed. Four years, thank you in advance. <laughs> thank you for eight years later on. <laughs> eight years. Already thanking everyone. But uh, also as of recording, as of today, as of August 27th, 8.10 p.m. on the clock, we are currently sitting at 990 subscribers on our YouTube channel. 10 away from 1,000. As you know what we should do? We should, we should go through a Lego table. Never mind, that's that's another person. <laughs> that's taken. That's taken. But we should be going through a Mega Blocks table instead. Do I? Mega Blocks. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not we're not hating on anybody that we're just I'm gonna enjoy watching that whenever that happens. <laughs> People are gonna fucking tip this they're hating on this other person though. We're not no, it's just that's a brilliant idea, it's just that God I mean <laughs> he said the bar a bit high there. That's I mean, what are you going to do? do for 2000 Or uh-huh. $10,000? got to go higher. Go on that. <laughs> but, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, next episode will be October 1st. October will be the month of features. And the first episode, October 1st, will be featuring Drew Dredd. A good friend and good, an indie wrestler. Good friend of the pod and an indie wrestler. Uh, he's also part of the brand. He's on Deep Dive Through the Upside Down. Catch him every other Friday uh, with Tiff and Mr. Fuentes talking about Stranger Things. Uh, every other Friday should be this Friday coming up that uh, whatever this episode drops. And um, yeah, we'll be talking about One Night Stand 2006 with him. What do we be talking about having a one night stand with each other? Oh, yeah. As well. One Night Stand. One Night Stand all around. All around. But uh, we should have, hopefully, the real Juan back. He's only been on one episode so far. <laughs> one episode, man. Uh, he should be back on. Uh, Andy should be back on as well. Andy had uh, some stuff to take care of this week that he wasn't able to uh, watch. And uh, you should be seeing our two lovely faces as well, along with Mr. Drew Dredd. If you don't know who Drew Dredd is, if you are not uh, don't watch any wrestling, um, I have some of his full matches on our backlog. He's faced Alexander Crowley at PPW uh, April, I think, twenty this, this year, 2022. Um, I should have his matchup again in a fatal four-way at Next Level Wrestling by then as well. So that should be up there somewhere. And, um, yeah, we'll have a – I guess I can announce the other guests as well. We'll have um, Nof and X from Talk and Listening as well on in October. Uh, probably the following week, the following two weeks, October fifteenth. Um, I don't know what we're reviewing then. We'll have them on. They'll they'll be the ones making the pick. And um, the other one is still open. We might have um, someone on. We will have someone on. I just don't know who yet. I haven't confirmed with anybody yet. But uh, yeah, October is the month of features, and then November we're we'll back to our regularly scheduled picks. Nice. Yeah. But 
until then, we'll catch y'all guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, download, listen, yada, yada, yada. My daughter's awake right now. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you guys next one. Peace.